0: But here, on the very rim of known space, justice is a long way away.
1: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian. Joining me, as always, is your co-host, Spaz. Filed away for later consumption. (laughs) Your co-host, Julie.
2: Hey there, how you (laughs) doing?
1: Your co-host, Thorsten.
2: Ah, well, everything I learned in life, I learned from Microsoft manuals, micro manuals. Yes. Microsoft. (laughs) Well,
1: it's okay. They're very easy to get mixed up in your brain. Uh, Also joining us is your co-host, David.
3: Still waiting for that new coffee maker in engineering.
1: (laughs) Sadly, uh, Jacob isn't able to join us today. He's got some uh, university stuff going on, uh, which is, you know, completely fair. School first, we try to say uh school always first some people say family first I have screw that school first uh (laughs) sorry so friends uh today's topic is documentation and this came up because um I loved our reactions to last week's game having a manual like (laughs) we were all shocked and surprised pleasantly so that last week's game which was uh Oh god, Astro Protocol 2. Astro Protocol 2. Astro Protocol 2. That was last week's game. It has a questionable manual. It's a great manual to be fair. It's it's a fun read, but uh, it's it's written in universe. So its its usefulness is is uh is not uh is not it's questionable because it's Oh, it's it's a rough manual, but it's purposely so. Oh, I
2: loved it. I love I loved, it. No, really? I loved
1: it too. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's, it's written in a way to not make the game easy. Like a lot of manuals are written to make a game, you know, easier to grok. And that's not the purpose of this manual <laughs> at all. <laughs> so after the show, I'm like, we've never really talked about manuals. Um, and if anyone, if y'all know me, you know, I love a good printed manual or strategy guide. I'm addicted to them. Like right now I'm reading the tornado manual just for funsies. You know, I, I, <laughs> hey, what happened to the video? Oh, there it is. Um, I, I'm reading the 330 plus page manual of uh tornado just for fun. Like it's my bathroom reading right now, basically. Um, cause I love that manual. It's a fun manual to read. So I wanted to, I wanted to have a broad, uh, discussion about documentation. And then I wanted to talk about some favorites. So I have a question for my, uh, I'm going to be interviewing my co-hosts and you guys in the, uh, you guys in the chat can also, uh, answer these questions. So I want to I ask, uh, and you guys can answer in any order. I'm not, we're not doing like a roundtable thing. This is just an overall conversation. Um, what is the first game you remember getting with a manual? And I will start. Um, the first game I remember getting with like a serious manual that wasn't just an insert, I think. I believe it was the B-17 game for Intellivision if i'm remembering correctly uh that's how far back this this can go um <laughs> that's how far back this can go that that game was for being a console game about a B17 bomber it was it was for um for its time especially it was kind of a serious game for 1982 i think 1982 and i recall enjoying reading the manual for the the game was fairly complicated for a uh for an television game but the manual was uh was was really fun to read. So what about you guys? Do you remember the first game in which for in which came with something and more than just an insert, you know what I mean? Like an actual manual that was interesting to read. Do you guys have any memory of what your first game with a interesting manual might have been?
4: Good. I've got question. Okay. I do actually have one. So, I still have my copy of Ultima 3 for the Atari. Ooh. And it came with a cloth map.
1: Oh, yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay. I'm linking the map and it looks like that. That's that's actually the uh, original version of. Oh, the map. look There's at a later, that! A later cloth version that was released, and, and some cloth? of the later games had paper manuals. But this one actually, or paper maps. But this one actually had a cloth map that was included.
1: Holy oh crap.
4: man! And the other thing <sighs> is, the manual notes that the map maker died before any of the locations could actually be placed on the map. So what they what they tell you is to use pins to mark the locations uh, of the cities uh, and towns on the map.
1: Ruining your map uh, in the process, right? basically. Just basically... Uh, well, pump. using
4: pins, not pens, but using, like, thumbtack pins to mark the actual locations on the map. That's what they said to do. I didn't do that. I was going
1: to say, and please tell me is, you did not do that because that would no, uh, poke no, all those not. holes in the... Yeah, okay, good.
4: <laughs> yeah, but you can see at the bottom of it, it, it shows the phases of the moon, oh, which God, matters for uh, using the moon gates to travel around the map. Oh. It has the cities there. They're not translated into English, so you have to figure <laughs> out what they are. <laughs> yeah, it's... uh oh, That's God. something that...
1: Damn. Yeah.
4: That that that's probably my first significant insert with a game oh. and I still have it to this day.
1: Oh man, that is
4: 80 free? Is that uh. right? I uh. got the game in 85 if I'm not mistaken. And oh, wow. And the versions that came afterward from 86 and onward, the printings that came afterward had a different colored map that was more yellow in color. And because of that, it was more washed out and it was harder to read the, uh, the runes on the
1: sides. Wow. (laughs) That is, that is amazing. That is, uh, I miss when games came like that. There was a game. I think it was some kind of King Arthur game for Infocom that, it was one of their first like more graphical point and click adventure games. It was still mostly text-based but you could actually use a mouse with it. It came with a cloth map. It came with crystals that you would use in the actual game. Just ah oh, god. Back in the day when the games came with inserts, uh inserts, not just the manual, but like cloth maps or uh one of my favorite things, uh just a side note is uh, Starflight came with like the copy protection wheel. A lot that that was popular at the time. It was a wheel that you had to spin, and it would show the word that you would use. <laughs> to, to, yeah,
4: that's like, first word, and yeah, to yeah. pass
1: the copy protection. So oh, I miss stuff like that. I miss. I, I, uh,
2: I mean, I mean, uh, uh, all the Infocom games. Uh, the amount of stuff you got with with, with with those games was was staggering. Uh, uh, it's so sad that that doesn't uh, exist anymore today. Nowadays. Yeah, I miss, I miss it so much.
1: Unless you want to pay two hundred dollars for a collector's edition that comes with a statue and and yeah. and some patches and what. <laughs>
2: uh, and, all, and all of that stuff is, isn't that isn't that great.
1: A lot of times it isn't. Like I kind of regret not getting the Titanfall Two special edition that comes with the helmet. I don't know if it would have fit on my giant head, but I still want, still, there's a part of me that still wants that helmet, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Um, But not for hundreds of dollars. My wife would kill me. (laughs) You would literally kill me. Uh, Okay. So that's a great answer. Spaz. What about, what about you guys? Any, uh, any, uh, any of you, any of the other, I didn't, God, I'm not good at this. Any of the rest of you remember your first, um, good
2: manual. Wow. Okay. I, 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 I try to continue, uh, uh it was similar to SPAS, uh, two in 1985 and it was actually three games with, uh, it was, it was the original, uh, Skyfox manual. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't much more than, a, than, than a small inlet, but it was, uh, it was written in universe Two And. Uh, when I first got it, I, I I couldn't stop reading it to be honest. And <laughs> I mean, what do you expect at, at, at that age in time? Uh, the real first real, nah, I couldn't call it manual. Uh, was as the two poster inlets for uh, for solo flight uh, two. Uh, the second edition of 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 of, of solo flight. Uh, from microprose uh, they didn't have real manuals back then they, they used they used uh, poster- like uh, uh, type of things but uh, they were full of, of information information about the game about about aerodynamics and and, and all that stuff silent service uh, the original silent service had, had, had uh, a similar type of, of, of manual in and it did came. Quite in in in, in 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 the same in the same in the same fashion. Uh, let's put it that way. Uh, the silent service uh, manual, um, the silent service manual, actually uh, had a lot of information about the uh, submarine warfare of the U.S. in, in the Pacific that uh, we in Europe didn't know much about.
1: Oh wow! That came—that
2: came—that came, that came, that came uh, totally uh, new to me, and was was highly interesting. Uh, given how much how much info you you you, you got you got uh, a new by 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 this by this by this manual. But the first real manual I got was the one from from uh, the original Elite, which was also written in game.
1: Oh yeah, that was and, a good one. I remember that one.
2: And there was there was also a novel, uh, uh, by the way uh, that that was uh, that was in the box. And man, I don't oh wait, know how there, many was the see, yeah, I, there was
1: a novel in the box. See,
2: there was there was a novel. Yeah.
1: See, my first Elite was Elite Plus, which came out in 89, eighty eight, eighty nine. Didn't have a it didn't have a novel.
2: Yeah. No, the original one had a, had a novel. oh damn. If I recall it right, you can you can even read it uh, online l- right now. I'm gonna
1: have to find uh, that. I'm gonna have
2: to find no, that. No, <laughs> I've, I've, I've linked it. I've linked it when when I've uh, when I've when I've finished uh, uh, when I've finished speaking. But that, that those three were, were uh, my first three in in uh, in in this regard. Wow! And uh, I all all three I hold in 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 a great. Uh, uh, I, I reverse them uh, 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 really. I, I should build a shrine or something in the, <laughs> in the living room and then pray them. There was another one, and uh, maybe maybe it's best one wants to talk about that uh, later on. And, and that was the uh, that was the stuff that came with the original Mercenary. That was also oh, great yeah. and, and in, in in universe.
1: Mercenary.
4: Mercenary. Yeah, I talked about it on the show before. Uh, just real quick, I'll I'll go into it. Uh, played it on the Atari. It actually had a sequel. Uh, you oh. are playing as a mercenary who crash lands on a planet, and your goal is to make enough money to buy a ship that will let you get through the planetary shield and leave. It was Vector Graphics, uh, first-person... So you had stuff you could do on foot. You could get into vehicles and travel around. Holy uh, crap. You could, you could find ships that you could get into to travel around as well, but you could easily crash and find yourself lost. It oh. was a really interesting game.
1: It never made it to DOS. That's why I never played it. It never made it to DOS. Yeah,
4: it was it was an Atari game primarily. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Atari, Commodore... Spectrum and Amstrad. That was pretty much it. Yeah, no DOS. Sequel two, and uh, also not DOS. It's a shame. This looks amazing for 1985. Oh my god!
2: <laughs> I guess that was the first real uh, uh, open world game. Maybe
4: one yeah. of the first, if not if not the first that I can think of. Yeah.
1: Oh sure. wow. Yeah, that looks astounding for 1985. Oh, my God. Absolutely absolutely (laughs) mind-blowing. Damn.
4: Yeah, and, and the fact that you're in first person on foot means that you're walking around in real time. So you're going into these underground bases, and you're walking through these corridors, long, long corridors, and you're walking through them. In real time. So getting around can take a while until you can get some vehicles. uh, You're lucky enough to find one.
1: Oh, so you can
4: can crash into things and lose your vehicle.
1: Oh, but you don't die if you crash? Or do you eject? or
4: You eject. You eject, but you lose the vehicle. And then you might be stranded quite a way away
1: on foot from wherever you were
4: and may not have any idea. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't don't know if people would have the patience for that now, but back in 1985, when you played one or two games a year, that sounds terrific. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Oh, it was great.
1: (laughs) Oh, man.
4: I think Uh, I completed a game once.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This does not sound like a game you go back to. (laughs) <laughs> well, it took a long time. That's what I'm saying. It sounds like it takes a long, I mean, if it's a, is it, it looks like it models a, the, a whole planet. You could like walk around. Pretty much. Just yeah. about the, oh my the whole God. Planet. Yeah. I, I'm kind of sad. This never made it to, uh, I wonder if you could play this in an emulator today. This might be one to add to the list. <laughs> I don't know though. <laughs> like I don't like, know. I don't know, man. I don't want to spend a whole stream walking. You know what I mean? <laughs> try to find yeah, a vehicle. Yeah, you could spend
4: half an hour walking from one end of a corridor to another, Oh god! and you had all these puzzles to solve that would <laughs> require different keys,
0: uh,
4: oh. like you needed a different... So the keys were big objects, uh, almost human-sized, uh, but of course they were just shapes in vector form. And you'd have to pick those up in order to bring them to the right doors, in order to open those doors, and they could be on the other side of the facility. So you're walking... All around, you get lost easily. Uh, yeah, it's very, very immersive though, because of that.
1: Yeah. Wow. I uh, believe it. Yeah. Oh, a- man. All right. So we got Staz, I- we got Thorsten, Julie or David. Do you guys have an answer to the- If I you don't, something. that's fine. If you don't have an answer to the question, that's fine. Um, I've
3: got something.
0: Okay. It or not. Great. I have
1: something. Okay. Uh, Julie, you go first.
0: All right. At this point, I thought I'd have nothing to contribute, but then I looked over my head and there was this dust. Yeah, I actually had to blow the dust off. Uh, <laughs> it was long before uh, a Japanese company had all the rights to it, and this was when it was run by uh, Bill Roper and the original flagship uh, studios. And this is the this is Hellgate London, the you. game that sunk the flagship and uh we had bill roper on the other show after this company had gone down the toilet and i i said just surely this came with a manual and this is there's this manual back when things came with actual little manuals um as i said earlier most of the games back when they were a thing i was more concerned about the united states not getting kicked out of the united states army or grad school and uh but it told all about this game and All about all the little demons because it was supposed to be after the world was taken over by demons and it's set in the uh, subways of London. And the interesting thing here is at the very end of this manual, what it doesn't tell you is the game came out the door half finished, literally half finished, because (laughs) when you finish this game... And I told everybody, I got way through it, and I said, well, I thought the level camp was whatever it was, and I was halfway there, and they said, where's the rest of the content? And they said, now you just do everything again on hard. And I said, that's it? Seriously? Their answer to finishing the game was to say finished the first half again on hard and i said it's it's no wonder hellgate london is the game that sunk the flagship but i actually had uh, a manual and i'll save the other story for later
1: that's that's i never owned a physical copy of hellgate i was going to get it and then i heard the re- read the reviews and just avoided it and I've I played the, the updated version by the new company, and it's not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. But
0: Well, at least in the suburbs of Chicago, when it first came out, the, it was like this advertising blitz. The signs were everywhere. Where you know they they shot my whatever. I'm going to London. Oh, the they did this to me, and I'm going to London. And I so you couldn't help but seeing it. It was everywhere, and I saw this, and uh, you know, and so I got in contact with. Uh, after this was no longer a thing, we got in contact. Contact with Bill Roper and uh we made sure we didn't ask him about it because we thought it would be a touchy subject. So uh but it was good for the first half of the game.
1: Pretty much the only half, it sounds like
0: <laughs> and, and now I got myself covered with dust getting this manual down. But yes, I do a game <laughs> with a manual. Aww. <laughs> All
1: right, David. Uh you're the last one to answer this question, I guess.
3: Well, I'm still hard um, trying, thinking hard here about which one um, was the real first. Um, so I think it is actually a game I've been talking about before. No, it's not Armored Core. Calm down. It's not that. <laughs> uh,
1: no. <laughs>
3: and it's actually... It's um, funny. Well, I am pretty sure it is... Uh, commander privateer one i'm pretty sure um definitely not a legal copy because the manuals was printed on a bunch of a4 papers oh sh- <laughs> so um but yeah little baby uh... david uh, six years old um, flip through that manual so many freaking times i like, didn't understand english at the time but i like the pictures remember pictures and manuals oh i remember those <laughs> I could watch the pretty spaceships and weapons that you could equip on the ships. Oh wow. So yeah. That was nice, I suppose. But yeah, I didn't really understand it at the time. But yeah, I definitely remember that friggin' printed manual. Completely legit copy. Yeah yeah yeah.
1: On A4 probably paper. Not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember where you bought the game? Do you remember where you got the your copy of it? No,
3: no, no. It was not mine. It was uh, my oh. oldest brother. So and he's about I think he is at least uh, eight years older than me or something like that. It's kind of significant, uh, and uh, the age between me and my two brothers. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. Um, he had fun playing that and I watched, but, uh, when he was playing, I flipped through the manual, even though I didn't understand anything, but I like to play the pictures.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> that's nice Nash. Yeah. This game has a lot of the game that, um, I, the game that uh, is on the stream is called Rules of Engagement Two, and yeah, it's it's got a, one hell of a UI. That's it's <laughs> if you want more UI, you can't can't find a game that's this game is pretty much entirely UI. That's really what this game is entirely UI. Um, so, my next question, if if you all can remember, is what is the most uh, what is probably the most fun manual you've ever read? And I will, I will start while you guys think of your answers. And that is a tough one for me. I've been, th- I've been chewing on this one for a couple of days because I tried to think of questions to ask for you. And I'm like, how would I answer this? And uh, it's tough because there's so many good manuals I love to read. But I think the manual I had the most fun reading was probably F nineteen Stealth Fighter. Uh I read somewhere that um that's one of the microprose games where they told the people writing the manual, don't worry about how much it costs. Just write the best manual you can. And you can kinda of tell the, I mean the, all the microprose manuals are, are fun to read. Um but you can kind of see the difference in like F nineteen versus the manuals that came after. They're just not as not as great and i've i've read the 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 f19 manual cover to cover at least a dozen times if not more because it's just fun to read and it's really well written and it's just oh my god so joyous i mean the game itself is also amazing let's let's be fair but uh it's probably that is probably the most fun i've ever had reading a manual is probably F-19 even to this day. And I, I, I I love all kinds of manuals. Uh, F-19 is not even my favorite all time manual, but for most fun, I think probably F-19. Um, what about you guys? You guys have any manuals that you remember being probably the most fun to read? Maybe, maybe go ahead.
3: Uh but I would like to see if anyone else, uh, have something they well, the,
1: you were the first one for. you were the first one to chime in so
3: Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm I have been trying to flip through the Well, I've been fl- trying been flipping through this manual here while you've uh, been talking here. And that's going to be uh, let's see here. Let's see. Wait, wait, wait. And that's going to be a game that I bought at the very beginning of the 2000s. Uh so um I were there and uh, with my parents, we went, uh, with a boat to Finland. We often do that, uh, during the autumn, um, going on a cruise ship on a cruise ship, uh, there's a electronic store where we can buy headsets and whatever. Mm. And at, at some point they also sold games. And yeah. Since, uh,
1: so wait, this is on a, cru- and- this is on a cruise ship.
3: Yes, 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 yes.
1: Was there a place on Between- board you could play these games? Or did you no. like? No, no, no. Oh, that's interesting. So they sold they sold games for the PlayStation, but there were no PlayStations on board.
3: Exactly. Okay. So, uh, All right. Sure. Why not? So yeah, I, I, I watched the box for the game, uh, let's see. So i have not. Uh, yeah, I exactly. I have never
1: so, heard of this game.
3: Yeah, so I'll, uh, I watched the box. There, like, oh, what is this? Oh, it's like Gnosis game. What is this? The the actual box comes in Swedish. What is what the heck is this? Because we're <laughs> we're we we're, we're Swedes are pretty used to uh, seeing all the boxes in English. So, uh, at one point, they actually tried to uh, translate the boxes and stuff, so that we got like a manual in in, in Swedish as well. So, uh, But I was looking at the at the box there. Uh, I brought uh, my own money to the ship as well. Age 15. Hmm. I'm 13 by now. You could probably play this. It looks like a cute game. Oh, God. I were in a, for a grim surprise. Uh, so uh, in the school grounds, Ooh. it was kind of cool to be swearing and all that stuff. Uh, watching uh, American action movies uh, with some slang through in there. So uh, when I when I open up this manual, there's so much swearing everywhere. in oh, really? Canada. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> I, like I'm, uh, i you know, watching through it right now. Here, like, oh, you press this button to quit the game. You coward, and uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> and uh, what? some more stuff like that. It's, uh, it's in universe Predator or something like that. And uh, at one page uh, there is even uh saying. Uh, I'm, I can't really find it right now, but. I can at least uh, see that exact page here. Like, pretty early in that manual, it is listing that, oh, yeah, uh, flip to uh, page blah, blah, blah for free sex. What? And further year old me, we were like, wait, what? what? What have I bought? What? What is this? Uh, should I even flip through this manual? I guess I'll uh, flip through this, but what is this? A little confused David there. So I get to that page, and it just says on the plain uh, white-black background, playing um black text and the white the uh, plain background hey free six you got her didn't you fool Something like that
1: <laughs> oh my god so the game so, yeah. is called so, Te- the game is called team buddies i've never heard of it and oh my god dude it is it is being sold for gangbusters on ebay i was just curious the cheapest price is $150 and that's without oh, wow. man- and that's without a manual <laughs>
3: And, and I have a manual here in Swedish, so I, if, I wonder what that is worth. If
1: if you, if you want it brand new, you're looking at over $400. Oh, holy crap. Oh, I okay. I know. <laughs> I've never heard of this game. And apparently the demand is quite high, or maybe the supply is quite low. I don't know. But my God, <laughs> my God.
3: So yeah, about the game, it was a pretty weird top-down shooter with uh, real-time strategy elements. Very weird thing. Oh. So uh, you you build your bodies, as the name name is called, and then you can uh, arm them with different weapons and build vehicles, and then you have a campaign to go through. And every chapter, you'll get uh, one of these uh, very 2000s uh, short animatics or animations <laughs> and when you get uh, through a chapter. You can find them on YouTube. Some of them are a little bit suggestive, I suppose. Some of them are quite violent, even though there's no blood. Oh, yeah, and there's a lot of swearing in the game. A lot of swearing.
1: Wow, these guys only made four games. The folks that made Team Buddies, they only made four games. Only one of which I've heard of, and that's called Dropship United Peace Force, which came out for the PlayStation yeah. Two. That and that's that was their la- that was their last game.
3: <laughs> Speaking of uh, Dropship, I have a, a small um, um, trivia about that game. You can enter sheet codes in that game. And uh, one of the cheat codes uh, in that game is, if I remember the name, is uh, Blast Radius, which is uh, one of the studio earlier games. And the other cheat was Team Buddies.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't that, know what they did. Those, those, are their two other ge- those, those are two of their other games. That is exactly correct.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. I see there are mobile games.
1: Look at that. That's funny.
3: So yeah that's uh, that's my word pick of uh, Emmanuel I would clearly remember in the third year old day were being real confused what the hell did I just buy?
1: Well you enjoyed it apparently. <laughs> do you, yeah oh yeah do you still have your copy of the game because you can make some bank with it if you need to?
3: <laughs> oh my god. I have it here actually. I'm holding it here in my hand. The box is a little bit cracked though maybe I dropped it at some point but So it, maybe you it, can it only fine. get
1: a 100 for it instead of 150. Oh no. <laughs> don't don't sell it. Don't sell it. Let's not do that. Let's uh, not, let's not. I,
3: I I guess my Armored Core one copy is worth more. I don't know. Oh wow. <laughs> Probably. <I'm okay. laughs> but yeah, and, and we were talking about Team Fortress. Armored Core, so
1: we can bring up Armored Core. It's fine. We can bring up Armored Core. It's fine. There's there's a lot of love for it. It's not coming from a place of malice. So I can't be upset when you bring up a game you love. <laughs> It'd be silly. Um, all right. So uh, Thorsten, Spaz, or Julie, you guys got any memories of maybe what your most fun manual to read might be? Yeah,
4: yeah I got one. Okay. Uh, it's from a, a game that was actually released by Electronic Arts. Uh, well, the copy that I got, I got back in 86. Ooh. A game called Age of Adventure. For the Atari 800. for my copy anyway. Uh no, it was it was actually two games. Uh the the disc was double sided. <laughs> so on on one side you had uh the return of Heracles, and on the other side it was Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. And <laughs> the idea is that you're you're playing through. It, the, on Return of Heracles, you're playing through uh, in Greece, and you are going through using heroes from uh, from Greek mythology, and going through and playing through the labors of of uh, Heracles, <laughs> going through the twelve labors, and and uh, there's a whole bunch of named characters from the mythology, and then the, on the other side. Of the disc, of course, It was *Alibaba and the Forty Thieves*, as I mentioned. But the manual had uh, it was large enough because of of the size of the of the. Uh, it's not a box. It was actually uh, the way that EA released their uh, their games back then was it came in a double sided vinyl sleeve.
1: Yeah, like *Starflight*. It came in these like records but- record style. Uh yeah. these like yeah, these record style sleeves where like back friends back in the day if an album came on more than one album, it would be like this giant fold out of a thing, and you'd have two or three vinyls in there, and there's these big flat things, and that's that's how the old EA games came back in the day, these big flat vinyl style boxes that were just terrific. Oh,
4: wow. Yeah, and, and in this case. The uh, the front of it had a little notch that had the, uh, the manual in. And then there was a notch for the disc. And then you had a little, depending on the game, uh, like Age of Adventure or Seven Cities of Gold, which was another one that I also own. I still have both of them, by the way. Uh, but the manual for this one was interesting because it had biographies of characters from the mythologies both of them and giving you an idea of who these characters were and how to use them in in either battle or in outwitting the the threats that are being faced by you which was really interesting because it wasn't just about the combat
1: hmm oh. I actually remember seeing this box in the store back in the day because the, the cover of it, I mean, it was an EA game. So, of course, I was interested and I was sad that it never came on sure. DOS. But the cover of it was very evocative uh, back in the day. You had this muscly arm with a giant knife and a <laughs> just it really looked like an exciting game. I was sad I never got to play it. Um, but, yeah, that that that, looked, that looks really great. Apparently it was made for some kind of construction set or hang on on
4: that. I am not too sure, but one thing that, uh, that was also interesting about it was it was co-op.
1: It was what?
4: Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the few games that were, um, that of that time that was designed to be co-op that you could, you could assign characters to either player one or player two. What? and <laughs> and so when their turn came up to do to do a thing either moving around or fighting etc uh that character whoever had the joystick for that for a pi- either player 1 or player 2 would actually have to do all the movements and and uh design what you know decide what actions they were going to take
1: oh that's bananas <laughs> yeah Wow, uh, local co-op back in the in the mid eighties. Uh I linked a thing in the um in the stream chat. Apparently the guy who made uh Age of Adventure apparently was made with apparently like had made an adventure construction set that was kind of a follow up to this game, this Age of Adventure. Um got it. You know, okay, that- I
4: see that on the Moby Games page as well for uh Age of Adventure. I see it linked.
1: Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember when EA would release like they were, they they released this and they released like a pinball creation game, pinball table creation game. I think back in the day, um, I miss the old EA.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Is everyone, yeah. yeah, yeah, everyone. Man, when
1: they the they made EA. such good games back then. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, so who haven't we heard from for this question? I think we haven't heard from Julie Thurston. or Thorsten. Do you guys have an answer? If you don't have an answer, that's fine. If you don't have an oh answer, that's gosh. fine. Don't worry about I mean, it. I've, we can move I've on. I've got
0: kind of an answer Okay. I can
2: share. Sure. Okay. Okay, uh,
0: f- first off, I've had a few. Uh, my sister came home once with this Guild Wars, and it still sits behind me, and it's a Guild Wars collection edition. Hmm. and uh it has a foot tall character of the main one of the main characters from guild wars 2 and it came with an art book so i think that kind of qualifies as a manual and uh I just love the artwork on the game and uh, I used to play it with a lot of people, but the static group kind of fell apart. Uh, I have another story I can tell about Myst or I can wait till later in the podcast. That's fine. Uh, all right. Well, the deal is this. Now uh, it's, there's this game Fran and I have both played and it all started out before we actually even met each other. And the game is, I'll link it here in chat here. Hang on. Just. Just a second. Just a second. Bear with me while uh, my fingers work here. There we go. It's called Mist M Y S T. Oh, God. And for those of you who haven't uh, heard of this game before, it's been around for a long, long, long time. And I, don't, the artwork, I,
1: I don't know. If go ahead. I don't know if there's anyone around who hasn't at least heard of Mist by this point. It was such a phenomenon.
0: The game is the artwork has improved over the years and it is just stunning. However, the thing is, and I didn't do what Fran and her friends did, is I just hurled up my hands <laughs> and said, I can't do it because this book I mean, this the the game is trying to figure out the puzzles is sort of reminiscent of when I was told I had to learn how to do linear regression by hand in advanced statistics. It's like pounding your head against a brick wall. It is some of the most difficult puzzles I've ever had to figure out and I couldn't do it. And Fran reached the point where she and her friends couldn't do it and they bought the manual and they worked their way through it and they finished the game. Me, The game still sits above me on the shelf right next to the uh, little box that turns out it really did have a manual in it. So there's two things. A manual I really enjoyed was the artwork, which I've always enjoyed. It used to come as hard books, and now it just comes as electronic books. But there's some games I... Uh, just love the artwork, and this is one of them. So it's the kind of thing where I say, Well, I'm gonna buy it for the artwork and enjoy it, and uh, then when I get tired of pounding my head against the
3: wall, I'm uh, gonna rage quit. So there you go. <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> Julie, did you ever play uh the game sequel Ribbon? No, I, I never did. I, I know of it,
0: I have not played it, nor did I purchase it. This is like, uh, again, the, the game is so frustrating. It's like my statistics instructor said, hey, now you know how to do uh, linear regression by hand. Let's take up quantum physics. And I would say, let's not. And uh, I'd said. At this point, I have a computer, and I can look up the artwork of Riven all on my own and enjoy it without having to pound my head against a brick wall of puzzles. Uh, (laughs) Now, that said, I am not averse to games with puzzles. I do play them. Uh, And ever since that movie Tetris came out about the history, I've been, on as uh, I've mentioned before, kind of on this Tetris kick and uh tetris <laughs> that's a good uh, kick to be it, on it is and i don't want my brain to gel. when and if i retire so
1: i never so, i never finished mist either i tried and i couldn't get past like the second puzzle and it's uh, tough. one of our former co-hosts uh hunter he was he'd like finished every game in the series he's like a huge fan of like that studio and every game they've made and I'm like, well, you must be either smarter than me or better at puzzles than me because I, I, I wanted to throw that disc out the window, which is funny because back then that was like one of the first games to come on CD ever <laughs> back in the day. And I yeah. wanted to throw that disc out the window. I I, it.
0: <laughs> I've had it on CD back when games came with CDs, and, and now the thing is I've got these games that all came with CDs, and I couldn't – and some of them depend on you inserting a disc like the Hellgate London. I couldn't play it if my life depended on it because computers no longer have a way of inserting a CD unless you pry the back cover over and kind of no, jam no, it in you-
1: between the – no, 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 no. You can, can get an, get an ex- external one. Yeah, external. I have an external um uh, I, I yeah, they're not expensive if you just get a DVD drive, they're like 20 bucks. And they're USB. Yeah, I, and- if you want
4: a Blu-ray drive, it it's probably about a hundred. Yeah, I I,
1: want- I got one for my birthday, a Blu-ray drive. It it like it needs two USB ports just to power the damn thing. Side note. Well see, but
0: the problem I also have is I have a, an old, old uh transformers game and i it's like you can log it on through uh your steam account which i did but then i tried to play it the other day and it said insert disc and i said oh, crap
1: i don't have it anymore. oh crap
0: uh, yeah but uh that's the thing i do still have a lot of games that uh and you know i've enjoyed them over the years but this was uh, this is i I do like some puzzle games, but, you know, my thing is after spending a day of trying to dig other people fat out of the fire after things have come to a crashing halt, uh, I kind of like, I got to be in the mood for a puzzle game, you know, and and this one was just too difficult. But the the artwork is beautiful, stunning. So big grats to the people who made the Cyan Worlds, you know.
1: Yeah, it's a gorgeous game, at least. Um, Thorsten, do you have an answer to the question, or should we move on? Um,
2: oh my God! I've got, I, I hope you've got time on. Go, go, go! <laughs> no, no. Uh, serious, seriously. Uh, when, if I have to think, if I have to think about uh, uh, manuals that I still like to read uh, afterwards.
1: Well, just it doesn't have to be that. It could be whatever the one you had the most fun reading back in the day,
2: uh, even. Uh, yeah but 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 still but still there are so many <laughs> <laughs> no seriously okay i i try i try to start and and be uh, uh be fast enough to not not to waste your your time your time too much okay let's start with all three uh uh original elite games until uh, first encounters uh all on manuals. I, I, I still I, I enjoyed uh, reading them back then. I still enjoy reading them nowadays. And uh, I've got to say, I'm a bit disappointed that uh, Elite Dangerous never reached this level of sophistication. In, in I don't in general
1: did Elite Dangerous uh, even have a manual? I don't even think it did.
2: No, it it has one. It has one. It, oh, it, does it's, it? In fact, in fact uh, a living manual that's that's on Steam. And it's not it's not bad, it's it's also in, in, in uh in universe, but it doesn't reach the level of the old games, to be honest. <laughs> another, another, one, another one I enjoyed reading, uh, both the manual and the strategy guide was uh was a Microsoft Space Simulator back then.
1: Oh Oh, right i i have there was a strategy guide for it
2: there was there was a strategy guide oh, a, sh- oh, i
1: have i have to own that
2: it's it's, go- it's gorgeous it's, it's one of the best strategy guides ever oh i have to own opinion. that
1: i have to own that uh, oh, I right.
2: on own, own history section on on, on 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 early space flight and uh, every every single mission in the game is explained and uh, i can i can still read it nowadays it's 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 like a basic a uh, spaceflight manual
1: Oh, I have to find. I have to find a copy of that strategy guide. Oh my god, because I loved Microsoft Space Simulator hope, back I in hope, the day. I
2: hope you. I hope you find one. I've seen one uh, a couple of years ago for about hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, you, uh, you. Just, just look for it. Maybe, maybe you, you've you've got more luck in, in 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 that direction. Okay, I own one, but. Uh, I wanted one. Uh, I wanted a, a second copy of it but because uh, the one I own looks a bit worn um, by now. And um, my, I've got a third pick, and that uh, where the manuals for DIDs F twenty two, Air Dominance yes. Fighter, and uh, the Air War. And yes. Those, all, all manuals for both manuals for those games uh, were simply great. Uh, the one for. Uh, Air dominance fighter contained uh, something from an uh, I'm not sure if it was chains or, or uh, another of those uh, uh, open source intelligence companies that uh, that contained info on, on on the planes and all the stuff and total air uh, uh contained an explanation of the of the US air uh, air war strategy at that time and, uh, it's gorgeous it's gorgeous I, Ah, I can't, I can't, I can't talk about it. Oh I, no, I've got to stop
1: No, that's fine. I, I share your love of the EF 2000 manual, especially. And the, uh, I forgot the name of the company that made it the strategy guide for EF 2000, but it's probably one of my favorite strategy guides wasn't, of all wasn't time. That,
2: wasn't that Trimer?
1: Oh, I don't remember. It began with an S. It's not Simtex uh, no, it's not, though, not, but not, something like remember. that. Um, that's one of the things I will run into my if my house is on fire. That's one of the things I'll run into. Save after my wife and the yeah. cats is that strategy. Guide?
2: <laughs> yeah, fully fully understandable. <laughs> I've seen I've, I've seen it. I've seen it once uh, in a, a, a video. I don't I don't own it uh, own it myself. I'm searching for one, but uh, the last one I've seen uh, was about forty dollars from the U.S. Uh, and that plus C
1: yeah, that plus U.S. shipping, uh, so shipping costs,
2: costs and, you, and, and, that, and that would be too expensive.
1: And you got a slight tangent, folks. You got to be careful because there's two versions of that strategy guide. There's the full, super duper wonderful edition, and there's a cut down edition that they sold with uh, 2.0. Um, and so you got to be careful. You're not getting the cut down edition. You know, you, do you do you know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, I know, I know,
1: I know. I've heard okay. about it. Yeah, yeah. Usually, you'll see a little banner on the on the corner saying it's the cut down edition. Um, if if it is one of those, so they're easy to spot. But um, but uh, but yeah, that uh, such great stuff. I do also love reading the EF two thousand manual, especially. I do love the Total War manual as well, but I have a soft spot in my heart for the EF two thousand manual. <laughs>
2: Oh man! No, I can't
1: that. Oh man, great stuff. Uh, so we get everyone for that question, or am I missing anyone? I I lost track.
4: We got everyone. Okay. I think Spaz, you had. Yeah, you but said uh, you had I've a... got a slight tangent. Go ahead. Yeah, I got a tangent related to uh, both Julie's answer and Torsten's answer.
1: Actually. Okay, go for it.
4: Uh, we can't really talk about this this topic without mentioning working designs.
1: Working and designs. If
4: you're not familiar with working designs, they were uh a company based uh in the US that during the nineties would localize JRPGs for uh for North America. And it's not just that they localize them. Uh they would do things like add add dubbing into the uh PlayStation versions or Saturn versions of their games. Uh they they would make what would now be considered collector's editions of those games. Uh, they would include things like soundtrack or art book and and in a jewel case the size of a PlayStation uh, uh, jewel case as well for the PS1. So it would be a really thick art book and it would come in this giant, giant sleeve that had Uh, and a a thick cardboard sleeve at that, where it would have, say, uh, you could fit two and a half jewel cases in it, easily. And they are uh, now, to to my knowledge, they are now defunct, but they were pioneers in bringing games over that might not otherwise have found an audience outside of Japan. Um, the Lunar series is uh, the two games in the Lunar series are probably their best known, but they did a whole bunch of others that they, they didn't produce the games themselves, but they did the localization and uh, they are considered meme worthy uh, even to this day because of the localization being that good.
1: Wow.
2: It's also what they included
1: their website still works.
2: Whoa, really? oh, I never heard about them
1: I've right? never heard of these guys but but look at look at this
4: yeah they they were pioneers in uh, actually, I guess maybe they are still around uh through the 2000s. Whoa. uh because they were still localizing stuff as far as the p s two era
1: I mean, Moby games says they went defunct and i mean not moby games uh Wikipedia says they went fu- oh yeah. Uh, apparently on in 2005 they announced the closure of the company. Um,
4: yeah, uh there were some other things that had happened like they they uh they were independent for quite a while. Uh, but again, they weren't a game dev studio. They were specifically for translation and localization. Right. But they did a lot of that pioneering work for bringing games over that Pretty much anyone who who has done any sort of translation work uh, will want to aspire to because of the quality that they brought to that.
1: Right. It looks Moby Games is saying they were uh, succeeded by a company called Gaijin Works. Um, Considered 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 the spiritual successor to the defunct Working Designs, and they're still they're apparently still around. Those guys. But their last game was nope. in twenty sixteen, apparently.
0: So these people actually did localization properly, as opposed to the people who tried to localize the game Zero Wing and brought us the phrase "All your bases are belong to us." Now, How are you, yeah. gentlemen?
4: That one, that one was uh, more of a blind idiot translation, as in they, uh, they really didn't translate very well at all, and. Now, I've done a little bit of localization work, uh, but I can tell you that localization is difficult.
1: Oh, I believe it. Localization
4: is really difficult. I believe it. Because not only do you have to match tone, but you also have to make things make sense in the other language. And if, say, for example, uh, translating from... Uh, German to English can be done mostly correctly. You know that that's that, that works great, but syntax is very different, as Thorson can certainly tell you. Verbs go at the end of the sentence. So, yes. <laughs> so if you do a blind <laughs> translation of of uh, a German sentence to English, it's not going to work correctly. The car around the corner drove. What? Oh, yes. yes, it's that sort of thing. Yes, exactly. So, exactly
2: yes, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh god, yeah. that's that sounds. And so, I hate. if
4: you if you yeah if you if you want to actually do localization, then you're you're actually correcting all of that so that it makes sense in the other language. When you have people who don't really know the language doing the localization because they want to do it internally. That's where you end up with some problems because if they don't know the language they're localizing to, yeah. It's um you you get meme worthy stuff.
2: <laughs> now you know now you know why why some of my uh grammar is a bit um weird.
1: <laughs> well, it's not weird for you. It's just English sucks as a language. It's a terrible um I think I heard a it's great
4: a syntax issue.
1: I think I heard a great description of English the other day. It's, um, I believe, I believe they said it's the, it's the language that happens when Vikings learn Latin so they can scream at Germans. Yeah, I posted that. Oh, you posted that? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. You posted that. Okay. I I I couldn't remember where I saw it. Learn
4: Latin and use it to shout at Germans.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I thought that's perfect because this language is stupid. It's a stupid language. I've talked to people who've tried to learn it as their second language, and they're like, "Why is English so terrible?" I'm like, I wish I could tell you. It's I'm not that good at it. I wish I knew. It, um,
4: <laughs> it, it's also I'm- because uh, it's also because the the nature of English is that it's a merging of so many languages.
1: Oh God, yeah, that, it's true.
4: That consistency between not just American English and British English is very different, but also between different dialects within each.
1: Yeah. Ugh, ugh, ugh.
0: I'm actually glad English is so difficult to learn because it has made it fun in writing the book and having aliens trying to understand English slang. And it is just all kinds of fun trying to play with that.
1: Oh, that sounds fun. Okay, I got two more things I want to talk about. Um, well, first, I want to talk about... Um, this is kind of looking back, and then I want to talk about a Something looking forward. Uh looking back, what would you say is your favorite manual of all time if you could pick just one? And I, I know it's a tough question, so I'll start. Um it, it's hard for me to pick just one. And if I had to pick just one manual, it would probably be the one it's the reason I'm streaming a video of the game. The the, the manual for rules of engagement two, or should I say manuals, because it came with like three or four of them. And uh, they are just an absolute joy to read, those manuals. I mean, they talk about the universe. And it's easy to forget that the Rules of Engagement games are part of a larger series called Universe. uh, That started with the first universe game from Omnitrend back in the mid-80s. Rules of Engagement 2 is like the fifth game in the universe series, basically. And so it's got a lot of lore to draw on. Um, and it does, but it also, I mean, look at this game. It's complicated as, and complex as, us all get out, but the manual does a great job of explaining everything. So even an idiot like me can understand it, um, <laughs> which is not easy because look at this thing. It is, it is all UI. That is all this is. It is entirely UI, which is great. I mean, for a game like this, it's, it's wonderful, but it's also, Oh my God. So easy to make a bad decision and, and die very quickly in this game. So the manuals manuals do a great job of preparing you for this complicated piece of starship command that is just fun to play, but also fun to read about. So um, if I had to pick one, that would probably be my all time, all time favorite uh do you, do you do any of you guys have one you can pick if not that's fine I, we can move on I, but if you I have guess I can, if you have one I guess, go ahead
0: i guess i could pick the only one i could find above my desk <laughs> so i guess that's by default it's become my favorite menu i enjoyed the game so i guess i call it my favorite menu
1: missed is that still missed
0: no, uh oh. Hellgate London.
1: Oh, Hellgate London. Uh, right, right, right the,
0: right. the other one actually belonged to my sister.
2: So this right, one sorry.
0: Is mine. It's my only manual left. <laughs> I enjoy
2: having it. This is my manual. <laughs> See how many manuals. <laughs> <My> <laughs>
0: there are my many manuals. manuals like it. This one is mine.
1: <laughs> well, if you guys, if, what about the other? What about you guys? The other guys? This if you guys, by can, default. <laughs> if you guys could choose one, this what is the winner would be? Yeah, one, right. The other one. If not, that's fine. We yeah. can move on to the next topic. But if you guys have one, yeah, you can yes. think no, of... No, no, no,
3: I, I may have something.
2: No. Okay. Oh,
3: no. No, no, no. Well, it's actually a newer game, if anything. But, that's fine. Um, um I'm always happy to see when uh, I get a manual. If I'm not getting a paper manual, I, I, I'm very happy if I'm getting a digital manual. And I do love a good index. So, mm, uh, I yes. gotta say... Now I'm gonna pick that one, of course. Hold on, hold on.
1: Yeah, a good index and a good table of contents are so important for a good manual. So very important. And and I I, I wish there there I've run into some manuals that are missing one or the other or both. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just yeah, add a few extra pages for a table of contents and a and an inde- and, and index and an index. It's so the
3: manual I'm I'm uh, being very fond of. Uh, well, that I like uh, to fiddle around with, uh, look uh, back and forth, go through the index and stuff, and yeah, that's going to be Avacom Legacy's manual actually.
1: Oh, that is a great manual. All
3: in HTML uh, uh, all, all in HTML files oh, right yeah. on your computer <laughs> with pictures and all that stuff.
2: Have you have you ever have you ever uh, seen see see uh, fan made uh, manual uh, for evercron mercenary? No. There's, uh, it's some well, it's it's somewhere somewhere uh, around in the internet. Uh it's uh, a, a few hundred uh, pages thick. Holy crap. In, in PDF format and it, it's 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 simply great. It's yeah, simply like great. It. Yeah, you have got yeah, you you've got to look at for it. I'm going gonna, I'm
1: gonna to try and find oh, it. Well. I'm going to try and find it while you guys talk. Technical guide. What is that? okay. Hang on.
2: Yeah. Okay. Then I go ahead with 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 another manual, uh, and that is uh, the manual for Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri. And,
1: oh, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh,
2: excellent
1: pick. explain excellent. Oh, the game. Explains
2: the universe. Yeah. It's, it's 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 wow. And and all the and all the uh, footnotes and uh, I love it
1: oh no that that's a that's that's a really good one yeah I forgot about that manual i I do have that one though I do have that manual that's a great manual nice and thick but a great read
2: oh yeah i should i should i should uh, put that on the shrine too oh, yeah yes. No, no, yes, that that, should. Is,
1: that is a really good one forgot about that one did we get everyone for this one I think we did did we i think we did. Okay. Well, um, you didn't get me, but oh no! Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead.
4: An answer, if I was going to give an answer, though, I'd have to be a little self-referential.
1: Oh, <laughs> your is it your strategy guide for that? For the I forgot yeah. the <laughs> name of the game. Forget I forget the one. Yeah.
3: Go ahead. <laughs> I can post it.
1: Oh, I I think I found it. I think I found the PDF. It's like three hundred pages. Oh my god! Hang on a second. I think I found it. I'm gonna put it in the stream chat. My god. Uh, but yeah, you wrote a very detailed strategy guide for Genesis Alpha One. Am I remembering the name right? You just said it, but yep. yeah,
4: yeah,
2: yeah. yeah you... oh, it's as close as
4: you'll get right. to an official strategy guide uh, for the game.
2: Oh wow! Yeah, that one is. Crazy. And they, and, they, Spass. Oh. and they
4: tossed me into the the uh, credits for uh,
1: as a special thanks for doing that. So right,
3: that's great, Spass.
1: Yeah. Tra- I mean uh, Thorsten the thing I linked must be the thing you were talking about. It is 325 pages on Evercron mercenary. So yeah, this this is. this must be the thing. Oh my god, look at I'm saving this. Wow. Oh my god, I'm downloading this right freaking now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, look at this beast. So I
2: want like like best. Oh
1: my God. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to put this in here. Um, So, the last thing I want to talk about is I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I've noticed more and more games these days are coming with manuals, digital manuals. Uh, Like, you know, uh, Distant Worlds 2 had a manual, the game we covered last week a manual, but it's kind of a throwback game, but it's a modern game, so I wanted to talk about it real quick. Um Have you guys ever heard of a game called Nox Archaeist? I believe is how you say it.
3: Is it an RPG?
1: Yes, Not it me? is. It is an Ultima style. It is an Ultima
3: I think I know st- what that one is.
1: It is an Ultima style RPG made on an actual Apple II uh, emulator uh-huh. that you can buy on GOG or Steam. But it comes with uh a manual, a quick reference guide, and a map. <laughs> and it actually comes oh, wow. with it actually comes with the Apple II hard drive and floppy disk images as well. So it's a throwback in multiple ways. <laughs> oh wow, great. Yeah, look at this. So Ugh. Right. So I, I have to, I, I have to say they've, Oh, and you can buy a separate book of hints as well for, uh, (laughs) for $10. Look at that. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, so I just wanted to say, I don't know. I always wanted to ask if you guys have noticed other, uh, more modern games that come with pretty good manuals, uh, like the, like the ones I mentioned, because it's becoming, they're kind of on the rise again. Uh, Little by little, like more and more people are making manuals for their for their indie games, even um just kind of like demos are have been coming back. you know what I mean, I think manuals are also uh slowly making a comeback, so I don't know if you guys have noticed any games of late that have come with manuals that are worth talking about.
2: I certainly didn't uh, that's okay so so uh, so the game we had last week was was the first uh, for a very long time that, that I, I can remember that had uh, something like an interesting manual. Let's put it that way.
1: Right. Yeah. That was a great, that's a great manual, isn't it?
2: <laughs> was... Oh, I love it. I love every page.
1: Yeah. It's, I, I love it and I hate it. I love it and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cause it doesn't make your job easier. It really doesn't. Um, so I guess we can wrap it up there. Unless anyone well uh, had anything else to add before we wrap up.
0: No, just the games that I play now, they, they don't have a manual. They just say, here's the discord. Go there. Ask questions.
1: I do hate that. I wish they would at least have a tutorial. I think any game worth their salt at the very least has a tutorial um it does
4: take effort to to make a tutorial i
1: get that and i do get I, that i
4: know that from experience
1: no i do get that but
4: yeah if you if you don't make a tutorial then you need enough documentation so that people can figure it out agreed can't be in game you have to put it uh available through the same page or, agreed. or wherever you're a
1: hundred page. a hundred thousand percent agreed yes and and this uh and and I'm I'm glad we're seeing a trend where more and more developers, at least the games I've been playing, um, at least the games I've been playing have uh, either pretty good tutorials or they're more and more coming with manuals. Sometimes the, sometimes the manuals are in the game, like they'll have a link. It'll be a button on the menu for documentation or whatever, which I think counts. Um, yeah. yeah, but uh, a, a lot of developers are getting more and more into having either documentation or a tutorial, which. I think for a modern game, you have to have one of those things, you know, at least.
4: Or at least one, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly, you have to have at least uh, one of Wildermiss
4: those. Builder Myth is a good example. Oh
1: Wildermiss yes, is a great example. Yes, say. yes. You
4: have not just a, a link to the manual, which takes you to its wiki, which is on their posted on their site. Yes, and that that wiki is uh, very very extensive. But in game, there's also a wiki button on every on every screen. Basically, you can access the wiki whenever you need it.
1: That's so brilliant. You need to look up something. That game is so brilliant. That, that game, is, yeah. th- those, those guys who made that game, just mwah, just astounding. So I literally
4: have fifty-seven hours in the last uh, two weeks in. Oh,
1: Did we add it to it's our co-op? Time. Did we add it to our co-op list? Because that could. No, be. I don't think we should. You don't think we should? I
4: don't think we should. Okay. No, I don't think we should because, as great a game as it is,
1: it's a wonderful game.
4: It's not meant for the way that we stream.
1: Oh. because there's one reading, and oh. you
4: can't finish up an adventure in two hours. No, you need more time than that. You can so, say,
1: Can you save and go back or in co op or don't? No? You,
4: can, you can, but uh, but again, it's one of those things where the way we stream it, I don't think it would be doing yeah, the game justice.
1: That's not unfair. That is not unfair. All right, that's going to do it for this episode, folks. That was a fun discussion, I thought you know i i really enjoyed it thank you guys that was great had a good time um next week we're going to talk about role playing games um for our topic uh, there are a lot there are a lot of role playing games so we're going to try and narrow it a little bit <laughs> we're working on that right now but uh we're going to talk about role playing games uh, <laughs> Probably about that 17 player hot seat come up <laughs> No, he's he's serious. I know. There were 17 I characters. I know. That's just great. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's why it's funny. Uh, and tomorrow we're going to be returning to a game called Final Upgrade, which uh, left early access earlier this year. And I remember enjoying it last time, even though it's one of those kind of crafting Factorio style games. It actually was easy enough to play that even I could enjoy it. Uh, so I'm looking forward to returning to that. So uh, thanks as always, folks. It was a great chat today in the chat. Thank you as as always, everyone in the chat for hanging out with us. Um, thank you as always to our patrons who help keep the lights on around here. And as always, thank you to everyone who's gotten vaccinated. If you haven't gotten vaccinated yet, this pandemic isn't over, folks. And we don't know what strains are coming. And COVID is not just the flu. There's long COVID. It causes long COVID is a thing. thing. It causes organ damage. Uh, We still don't know the extent of the damage that COVID can do to our bodies. So do yourself a favor and protect yourself by wearing your damn mask, getting the damn vaccine and, and being part of a goddamn society (laughs) who who looks out for each other. God damn it. Uh, Sorry. I'm, I'm never not going to be angry about this. Um, but have a great yeah. But have a great day, everyone. Be safe, be well, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for final upgrade. Bye bye.